What's up, everybody? I am Garrett the Trash Man. This is Homegrown Hustlers. Dallin's here for now. I don't know how much longer we're going to have him if he keeps doing things back like street, that. Backstreet, back, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think those are the words, dude. That is exactly that the words. Good work. <laughs> I might actually have that on my iPod. All right, dude. What's, what's up? What's going on, dude? Not just much, dude. Just a good day. It's, it's really warm. Um, oh, I was spray time. painting some roll-offs. It was really good. If you ain't got spring fever, you ain't living right now. That's right. So. Um, Trey's got shorts on. Dallin's got shorts on. You can count on me to probably not hardly ever wear shorts this summer. Mm-mm. I'm a jeans guy. That's all there is to it. I feel exposed. I'm more of like a Daisy Dukes kind of guy. <laughs> Better start doing some more squats then. Really get those quadzillas going. It's true. I need to do more of those. Thigh of the tiger. Thigh of the tiger. <laughs> All right. We'll get this back on track, people. Larson Waste is a good company. It is a good <laughs> company. It is the world's best organization. All right? That's what we're building here. The world's best organization. Yes. Deal with yeah. it. That's what we're up to. Larson Waste sponsors this podcast so we can be in your eardrums, in your car, with you while you're freaking pumping the iron. I really hope that you're pumping the iron after you have listened to us. That is what I'm telling you. You have to pump it to do good in business. And so now you freaking know. That was Arnold, by the way, guys. Arnold, thanks for stopping in. Really appreciate it, man. It's good to see you always. I will see you later. Yeah. Uh, see you, Arnold. Oh, cool. <laughs> we have a pretty good relationship <laughs> with Arnold. He comes in a lot. He just rolls over to Snowflake, Arizona. Just anyway. to say hi. Yeah, yeah he's a good he's guy. Cool, dude. Yeah, mm-hmm. we hang out. Anyway, he's an old man. (laughs) What's on your mind, man, besides Arnold? Oh, dude, is it rant time? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, so I think what is on my mind is to tell people to not get discouraged when they are, like, have an intention that they're trying to do, and at times they misbehave as far as not uh, (laughs) not pushing towards that. uh, They need a spanking. (laughs) They need a spanking for misbehaving. No, um... For example, today I was leaving my house, and, you know, I've got a really clear intention that I want my wife to have an experience of me that I'm loving, that I care for, and that I'm always there for, and that she's important to me no matter what. And I'm leaving the house, and I didn't say anything. I wasn't rude in particular. I just knew that how I was being in the whole situation was just not very, uh, like, loving at all. And it was because the house was a little bit of a mess, and it's like... You know, I was driving to work, and I'm like, man, that's I don't want her to have that experience with me. She hasn't said anything to me. I saw her later today, and she was totally fine with me. It wasn't like we had this huge blow-up fight, but I just recognized, like, man, I wasn't really, like, that's not serving my intention, and I want her to have a good, and it was, I'm like, I've got a freaking two-and-a-half-year-old running around. Like, the house is going to be out of order, like, at times, and, like, if I don't want it to be that way, there's times I can freaking clean it up like i was lazy last night i spent more time than i should could have on uh instagram i could have got up and done some cleaning of the house you know quick half hour we've got it tip top shape and i didn't and i wasn't awake to that this morning i was you know not with my wife how i should have been and left the morning that way anyway what I wanted to get about that is, like, be awake to that and don't beat yourself up over it too much. Um, I'm not one of those guys that's like, I don't know, oh, never hold yourself accountable or, like, you're perfect how you are. I don't know. I guess you are. Whatever. Anyway, but I think lots of times if we're too uh, hard on ourselves, we uh, it's counterproductive. 
So that was just on my mind this morning as I left my house. And so thought I'd share that with you. I kind of did something similar to that. I realized I made an agreement with my wife, kind of. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and the agreement was for her to wash her car. But I realized I made the agreement without, like, making sure she had the right tools to accomplish it, you know, to kind of, like, clarify yeah. everything like you were talking about. And so when the car didn't get cleaned, I was really, I was instantly mad. Like, what the freak, you broke our agreement. You know, why would you say yes to doing it if you knew you couldn't do it? And then I was like, well, I'm just as much to blame because I didn't, you know. Yeah, as a leader, it was your job to help her see you're accomplishing it in the well, future. even and making sure that she was able, like she had the stuff to accomplish yeah. it. And so she was just like, well, I yeah, I made an agreement because I wanted to wash the car, but I didn't have the stuff to do it. How is it? And I was like, oh, gosh, yeah, fair enough. So Well, and that's like, yeah, like I love that because we've talked about agreements a little bit here, and that's a huge part of making the agreement <clears> is putting them in a space where they can see themselves doing it because what that causes is for them to see themselves like the issues that might arise in that, like, oh, wait, I don't have the stuff. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's cool, dude. Yeah, it was, it was really cool. I mean, I guess we can just throw that in as my rant, but... Um, Real quick on agreements, because I had another epiphany this morning that I want to share. Yeah, go and for it. will be quick. So, agreements, um, super important. We've talked about them a little bit. We'll talk about them more in the future. And what I've realized in myself is lots of times I'll make an agreement with someone, and if that agreement isn't honored or kept... I don't hold them accountable to like what we agreed upon, what would happen if they didn't. And I realized that's me not keeping my word. Like if we're like, Hey, if you clean the car, like if you don't clean the car, like, man, we're not going to go out to dinner because X, Y, and Z, like that sounds a little bit silly, but whatever it might be. And then it was like, Oh, you know, they didn't clean the car and I just never said anything. Like I realized like, man, that's not keeping my word because I said I would be there to hold them accountable to it. So I don't know. Seems simple and obvious, but it was like big for me this morning when I realized that because lots of times I have a hard time holding people accountable because I don't want, I have a fear that they uh, won't like me after I call them out per se on it. So, yeah. Anyway, sorry, what was your rant? Um, so, my rant was kind of funny and simple. Um, so, for those of you who do work out and don't work out this for those of you that do work out this might occur for you and it might be something i work out yeah hey arnold can you tell us a little (laughs) bit about what you do when you work out um so i've been talking to garrett a little bit about this um and snowflake it's pretty cold in the winter so um i guess i'm back in college i was working out my friends you know we'd always wear cutoffs and stringers and sometimes even just shirtless and it was awesome um but then it got cold and we started i started just wearing like a normal shirt and shorts and stuff which is fine but I started making um, kind of like the realization that I worked out obviously a lot harder when I was uh, in a tank top because the more the more skin I could see, the more like oh wow, like I got some droopy tits going on, or like you know my stomach's looking a little flabby, like just because like I, I, there was no hiding, there was no it was it was kind of more of a humbling thing. So I'm like wow, I need to work harder, I need to flex this more, I need to keep this tighter, and I need to get my form better, I need to lift heavier weight. And, um, so today I wore a, a cutoff again and it was just a good, like humbling experience. Like, oh yeah, like I'm in shape, but I can be better. Um, and so maybe I, I don't even know what I was trying to get at with that. I had a good at thought or intention at the beginning and I lost it. Just when exposure I said, leads to success. Yeah, that's actually really good. I lost myself when I said saggy tits because I don't have <laughs> just, saggy tits. Just so I don't know. I just pictured some old dude with some milkers just... <laughs> 
What are you trying to say? Are you trying to say something to me? No, Arnold, you don't have saggy tits, man. I think they're great. Anyways, try working out with a cutoff if you're lacking to find motivation. It's a good humbling experience. If you really want a humbling experience, take your shirt off and work out in front of the mirror. It's kind of cool. Yeah. It helped I, me a lot. Dude. I, I mean, like, like you said, when you go to OPEX, oh, dude, everyone works out shirtless. Dude, and they are yokey. Mm-hmm. Yoked. Yeah. So do it. You'll like it. You'll see your oh, biceps sure. better, too. See things for what they are, dude. There you go. That's my rant. Just see things for what they are. No, don't lie to yourself. All right. Love it. A lot of rants today, but they were good. All right, dude. So for this podcast, we've got something that I think will bring value to everyone on here. And what we're going to do here, Mr. Dallin Smith over here has been quite successful on growing Instagram accounts. And if you you know, have a personal brand, a uh, any type of brand, you, you know that Instagram can be... Uh, Kind of tough to build on, and so we're going to open this up to Dallin to kind of talk about because I know the company that he's he's a part of, but was uh, really a lot more a part of before he came here, is called Siphon Sound, and he really blew up their Instagram account, did a great job with that. Um, as soon as he touched uh, Larson Waste's Instagram account, we really started seeing a lot of growth there, and my really only experience is with Garrett the Trash Man. It's under Garrett, G-A-R-E-T-T, Larson, follow it, um, that I've been like, okay, I'm intentionally trying to go grow this, and this is my audience, and in conjunction with that's a Facebook account, which is it's blowing up, um, you know, for me, like, that, that's all relative, but it's like three, 400 new uh, likes a uh, week, which is cool, and Instagram is tough for me, because it's like, geez, this is really hard to build up. I feel like I'm doing a lot of things, putting a lot of value, putting time, effort into it, and it's just very small increment growth things. So what I wanted to ask you, Dallin, is like, man, do you like have a different strategy for Facebook and Instagram, and what do you do with Instagram accounts to help them grow? So <clears throat> two things. Um, I was fortunate enough to – I'm just going to start over. Two things. All right. Consistency. And then posting um, what you genuinely like. So first off, I was always consistent with Siphon. And like I was getting into, I was fortunate enough that the Instagram account and our company was something that I had a lot of interest in. Mm -hmm. So it kind of came really natural. Um, So I was posting a lot of dirt bikes, extreme sports, anything from dirt biking, snowmobiles, snowboarding, street bikes, anything with moto and kind of like you'd see in the X Games. And so naturally it came pretty easy because I, I liked it yeah and i what i started to realize when people had asked me for their tips and tricks we did a bunch of tests on it and i just was like i didn't really um i mean i guess i kind of have an eye of like what other people like but genuinely i post things that i truly like so when i was posting stuff from my page or when we started posting things for larson waste i kind of used a little bit of twist of what i personally like and i'm like okay well people might think that's cool and then I kind of post what I think is cool and it kind of adds like a uniqueness and a, a different point of view to then I think what other people might see or maybe it is what other people see but I just dress it up in a manner that's a little bit different and more appealing and so that was kind of really what I started doing and then um, take those quality good quality photos with something that I'm passionate about and then just continually posting those every day um, and then I got on a good schedule with Siphon, depending on what we were doing, we were doing uh, like three to four Instagram posts a day. Add that out through the week, you know, and you got, got like step up my game. Yeah, you got like fifteen posts a day. 
Um, and then a lot of similar stuff uh, that Gary V actually talks a lot about um, is engagement. When you, so I guess that would be my third, my uh, third point would be engagement. So whether it's someone commenting on your actual photos or you going out there and commenting on um, someone else's photo. So I know when I was uh, posting stuff for Siphon, there's a lot of times I'd use a lot of our uh, brand ambassadors, which are professional athletes, and I would get on their page. I'm like, dude, this is so dope. Uh, I'm sh- I'm totally gonna share this and post it. And it wasn't really like I was doing it to ask for information or uh, permission. It was just <laughs> straight up like, yo, I'm doing this because I think it's so dope. Yeah. And uh, those were just the few things that I started doing, and it just started clicking, dude. And uh, and then I guess my fourth point, sorry, I just keep adding on points, it was uh, no fear, just trying things. Like maybe I did one hashtag today and I'll do like 30 tomorrow and then uh, maybe I would tag five people and then I wouldn't tag anyone and just just constantly changing it up but at the same time being consistent, going back to that first point. Just yeah, like always posting. But always posting, just not scared to try new things. And, and I, I can definitely relate to that because like, man, the other day um, – for whatever reason, man, I was just feeling so good. I, I'm like hyped 95% of the time, but the other morning I'm like, I am about to explode. I'm so freaking excited. I love what we do. I love this. And so like I got on there, opened up the camera and like put it to my face and, you know, kind of said that. And I'm not going to lie, like when I was about to post it, like it was kind of, uh, I don't know, it was so different than what I'm normally doing that I was like, oh, like I had that fear. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's turned out to anything special. You know, like it didn't, wasn't a piece of content that like went viral or anything, but what it did for me inside was like, yeah, really good. Like, hey man, like just be you on there. So yeah, like uh, that's what I hear when you're saying no fear. Oh, absolutely. Just be you. And, uh, something else, just a little, little pro tip and advice, uh, for those of you that might not be able to steal as much content. Cause for example, like Garrett, the Trashman, it's hard for you just to go, type in trash stuff and steal it, you know, because yeah. you need it to be authentic. And yeah, like, like to that point that I kind of wanted to bring up, like mm-hmm. I bet there's other industries out there of people wanting to build where like if you take Gary Vee's $1.80 strategy where you go comment on people in your industry talking about like you can search all sorts of topics on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook around trash and there's no one talking about anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, I bet there's other industries. Oh yeah, like there's that. there's probably a lot of that. And so, to those that are struggling to find content, um, actually, Garrett's uh, been a really good help on me. But Kyle Rawson, our uh, marketing guy, he's he's amazing at it too. He's he was a big influence on me. Just to saying, constantly film it, um, even though you might not be thinking like, oh, I need this for an Instagram post. If it's something cool and that you like. Um, and that's kind of honestly what helped me. I was already naturally screenshotting and taking pictures of cool trucks and dirt bikes and um, just like that sort of stuff that interested me. And so when it came time to post, I'd pull up my photos. I'm like, oh, that's so sick. I'm just going to share this because like I don't want to lose it and I want some of my friends to see it. So I post it and then naturally more people started coming like, hey, post more of that. And I'm like, oh, that's easy for me because I already have a ton of it. But I was constantly grabbing it. Yeah. And so if you're not constantly creating, then you're, you're going to have uh, – a lot of like, I guess we'd say blonde moments or stupor thoughts because you're like, I, I, I don't know what to do. But if you're constantly just like, I'm going to do what I said or do what I enjoy, it's just going to come. And so there is a little bit of planning, I would say for sure, that comes along with it because, like I said, you got to plan when to post in a way. You know, like I got two posts, but it's a lot easier if you're prepared, if you're constantly taking photos and stuff. But cool, dude. So for a post, why don't you look at the camera? And give us your four tips 
right away and for the podcast if if you can remember all four of them like just real concise <clears throat> okay so pro tips for instagram it will be consistency uh i would say how do i sum that up in one word uh quality of photo so posting what you like um three no fear and four what was the fourth one do you remember did any of you guys remember? It was kind of more of like a, a dumb one, just consistently taking the photos. Shit, I kind of forgot, to be honest. But the two ones would be... <laughs> <laughs> I'm a terrible, terrible uh, motivational speaker, guys. I forgot my four points. But th- I was just going to stress the main two real quick for you guys. Just consistency and authenticity. How about that? That works for me, dude. Yeah. Be authentic and be consistent. And and what I wanted to... Something I wanted to say to this, um, the whole idea of like social media and everything... You know, you mentioned Gary Vee a couple times. I'm sure everyone follows him. The only, yeah, he's he's a beast, dude. Kind of pisses me off sometimes. Anyway, the other day, it took me probably 15 minutes of just scrolling down, but I went down to like the the very first post on Gary Vee's Instagram because I was just like, I want to see, like, I want to see this right at the very first. How was it? And Gary Vee, man, he started off like the rest of us. He'd post something. He'd, it was like it was weird <laughs> looking at the pictures. Like he was all fat and looked like he was oh, about yeah. to die in them. They were really low quality. It was like, you know, I think maybe a couple hundred likes. And it was like, man, this guy did start off like the rest of us, and he just threw a lot. Like what you just shared, consistency and uh, consistency <laughs> and authenticity. Like really, just massive amount of that. Yeah, those two things has built what he's built. Um, so, dude, I don't know if, if this is worth any value, but I had a thought about this because uh, someone asked me this the other day. Uh, mm-hmm. On my personal Instagram, um, I don't really have a purpose. Um, I, I honestly just do it because I like to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some people that like to do it for likes, and there's some people that like to do it for, you know, to grow, for like a brand kind yeah. of building thing. And someone asked me the other day, so why do you do it? Um, and so for those of you that be like, I want to do it, but I don't know why I need to do it, just do it kind of thing. And I think it helps. So you, basically what I'm saying is you don't have to have a purpose. I think if you just start doing, maybe you'll stumble along your purpose. Maybe use it as a, like your rant was showing up freaking in a tank top to the gym. Yeah. You can kind of use it to, uh, uh, expose isn't the word I used earlier. I can't remember what it was, but yeah, but it, it's kind of a long, those usually lines. record these in the mornings. Uh, no, <laughs> no, that's good though, because uh. it's true because that's, it's honestly like not having a purpose with my Instagram. Like I have like a general idea of what I usually post, but I'm saying like, I'm not doing this so I can become famous and I'm not doing this so I can, you know, build a company out yeah. of it. I'm doing it because I genuinely enjoy it, but it's also helped me find my interests better. It's helped me kind of be more authentic and it's just helped me kind of like understand who I am more and I'm not just doing it to do it. So there's been a lot of positive things that have come out of Instagram. To be honest though, Kyle, I know you're always listening. I just want to say thanks to you because he was the real man that kind of pushed me to do it. And so hopefully for the listeners out there, hope somehow you could have grabbed something from this. And I hope that I can push you and Garrett can push you to do it because if you're on the fence of doing it, just do it and you'll love it. I think Instagram and Facebook are like the most amazing social media platforms we have right now. And I feel like there's a lot of people that think they're too good for it. And you guys are really, really, really going to regret it if you don't start now. Just like a lot of things Garrett and I say, like do now and think later. This is one of those like do now because... Even if it's something, like I said, there's no purpose, I think it's just fun. There's so many cool things on it. You can get lost on there for days, so just try it. That's my big thing. Try it, 
and I promise you'll love it. There you go. Dallin has 